Thanks for listening to this teaching from City of Life Church. Check out www.col.tv for more great teachings, service times, and information on upcoming events. Now, let's join the service already in progress. Turn with me, if you would, to 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. And it says this, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Amen. I'm going to talk to you today. A message that is called love over fear. Love over fear. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Bless the message. Bless everyone watching. Lord, let your words be an encouragement to them. Let us grow and lean on you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love my family so very much. Um, I've got a daughter. Uh, my daughter's back here. Where is she? There's beautiful Mia right there. Mia's 17. Uh, my son Jude is 15. Is Jude here? Where's Jude? Is he on a camera somewhere? He's running around with a camera. And my uh, little girl, Zoe, is 8 years old. I love my wife, Amy, too. She's watching right now. You're beautiful. Mm. Um, I love my little, little girl, Zoe. She's eight. And, and Zoe has always been, um, how can I say this, not shy uh, from, from the time she was born. She's not been shy. And I remember when she was about two years old, she came into the living room where I was working with my laptop. And she said, Daddy, I love you. And it was really cute. And, and I looked up. I said, baby, I love you too. And I kept working. Well, that did not satisfy her very much. Uh, she wanted to elicit more of a response than just, oh, I love you too. So she stood on her head. Uh, and she said, daddy, I love you. And, and, and I, I, so I started realizing that she's wanting to kind of play. So I opened my mouth really wide. And I went, oh, my goodness. And, and, and then, then she went, Daddy. And then she starts kicking her legs, screaming, Daddy, I love you. Then she takes her shirt off and says, Daddy, I love you. Uh, she doesn't do that anymore, thank goodness. That'd be totally inappropriate. Uh, but the more, she, the more she was showing me that she loved me, and the more she was telling me and trying to get my attention, and the more surprised I got, really? Wow, you love me that much? The more I got surprised, the more she wanted to prove to me that, that she loved me. And I think what is interesting about that story, it's pretty cute, but would you be shocked if I told you that God does the same thing with us? That God wants us to know that he loves us, that he is crazy about us, and the more we are shocked, really, you love me that much? The more God takes it to another level. Come on, is anyone watching today? If you're watching, you better type some amens on there. I hear there's hearts on there. You can click the hearts right now. The more God wants us to know that he loves us, the, the more surprised we are, the more he wants us to know that he loves us. But what's interesting about love is when we think about the love of God is the security that it brings us. You say, well, why are you preaching about love today? Well, because love innately 
tied into love is a, a true love is a sense of security. If you have no security in the love that you supposedly have, you might not have love. Because built in real love is security. And that's why there is an interesting connection between love and fear. I feel like a very unusual force that's disruptive to love that will cause us to forget about love is actually fear. And how does it disrupt love? It causes us to lose our peace. It causes us to lose our security. And these two things, fear and love, they don't seem related. See, I mean, see, if I, if I say, you know, what's the opposite of cowboy? What do you come up with? Eagles? Yeah, that's right. I like that. That's my daughter. She knows all the teams in the NFC East by heart. That's solid. Can you come up with a couple of other ones, Mia? We haven't planned this. Giants are, oh, see, giants are the opposite of cowboy. What's one more? Ooh, Redskins. She pulled it out of the hat. Let's go, Mia. Somebody gets an hour added onto their bedtime tonight. But you wouldn't typically think, you know, if I say, what's the opposite of fear? You know, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't, you'd probably say faith. You know, people parallel fear with faith. But rarely do you ever think to yourself, I have a fear problem. What's my real problem? Not enough love. Not enough security. Because when you lose your security... What happens? You start getting afraid. Fear and love are at odds with one another. They're not compatible. Why? Because they're from two different sources. Fear is the child of bondage. While love is the child of freedom. I'm going to say it again. Because no one in here is saying amen. Amen. They, I mean, they are. This, this place is, this is wild. Fear is the child of bondage, but love is the child of freedom. Think about our text. 1 John 4, 18 says, there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We need to be made perfect in love today if we're dealing with fear. Fear is the anticipation of pain. And, and what happens is you actually, and, and, and you know you can relate to this, you experience the feelings of pain that have not happened yet as if they had happened already. You can have fear. I mean, th this happens to me. The older I get, all the time weird things are happening. I'm 47, and then so I'll just get up sometimes, and I'll have a pain in my side. I'll be like, oh, man, I really enjoyed living life. You know, I mean, you just instantly, you, you know, I had a great family. You start you're thinking about your own eulogy, and it's like, what, what happened? I tried to lift something yesterday, and I shouldn't because I'm just not as in shape as I used to be. It's like, oh, yeah, I pulled my side. I forgot yesterday. But what happens is you can actually start planning your own demise you know, you, one thing can happen and you think that everything is over. Because, and and what, what it really can do is it can really show you where your security is coming from. 
Your security is not in those moments. Your security is not coming from the love of God. When we begin to get fearful, we go down these paths. And it's crazy. You can lay in bed at night feeling as if someone has left you already. You can lay in bed at night and you haven't even been fired yet. No one's even, no even going to fire you, but you're worried you're going to get fired. You're laying, they're going, how am I going to pay my bill? You have a job. Pay it with the money that you make everywhere. How am I going to pay my bills when they fire? They're not going to fire you. But you feel like they already did because you've allowed fear to start dominating you. And, and many of us are doing this right now with what's going on. I'm not afraid right now. I just want to tell you right now, at City of Life, we are not afraid of the devil. We are not afraid of the enemy. The Bible says that Satan goes around as a roaring lion. He's not even a roaring lion. He's as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. But we have power in Jesus' name. We are not afraid. We're not shutting down church today because we're afraid. There's been a suggestion by the CDC that to keep a pandemic from increasing, to do whatever you can to participate. We want to help our community be safe. We're not afraid. You don't need to be afraid today. You don't need to be afraid of what the enemy is trying to tell you about your future today. You don't need to be afraid of what the enemy is telling you about your marriage today. You don't need to be afraid of what the news media might be telling us about what America is going to look like or the world is going to look like in six months. Don't be afraid today. Get in love today in Jesus' name. Get in love. Get in the perfect love of God and let the perfect love of God cast out your fear because his love is rooted in security. And what you do is when you're in the love of God, you take a deep breath and you remember who he is. You remember what he has done for you. You remember his faithfulness. I'm just telling you right now, those of you that are sick right now, even if you're watching, you, you, may, you may be positive for that test. You may be positive for some other test. I have people in my life that I'm very close to. They got really tough reports this week. You're not going to stay in fear. I'm not going to stay in fear. In Jesus' name. Why? Because I'm going to stay in love and so are you. And his perfect love will cast out that fear. Because what does love do? Love says you're secure. Love says you belong. Fear says I'll lose everything if I lose this thing. But love says you belong no matter what comes and goes. See, fear has to do, and, and what this says, it says fear has to do with punishment. Fear has to do with punishment. So let's think about that for a second. Fear has to do with punishment. It's the only time in the New Testament that it uses that particular word for punishment. It's the only time, and that, that particular word for punishment has to do with deserved retribution. Deserved retribution. So fear has to do with retribution. And, and, and kind of what that means is that it causes us, when we get fearful, we start recognizing our own unworthiness. It's very easy for us to remember what we're not good at, especially when it comes to God. It's very easy when we go through a tough time and we go, oh, well, well, now I'm going to get it because I don't pray enough. Or I'm, I'm gonna, now, now I'm susceptible to it and my report's going to come back terrible. Because and all of a sudden, all that love, all that security, all the great things God has done for us, it just goes right over our head. It's out of our mind. And we get in fear because we're not rooted in the security of God. Why? Because we remember our unworthiness. 
we start to focus on how bad we are. And we feel like we deserve whatever is coming our way. It speaks to how insecure we become as human beings because we feel so unworthy. You're worried today that you deserve something bad to happen to you. And I'm sorry that we feel that way sometimes. But I want to tell you something. Don't let shame rule your mentality today. Jeremiah 29, 11. You say, well, that's too good to be true. You're right. It is too good to be true, but it is true. He says, I know the thoughts that I have for you. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts of good and not evil to give you a future and a hope. God's thoughts toward you, his plans toward you are for good and not for evil. Despite the fact that we've brought evil to the table, he says, I have good plans for you. I have good thoughts to you, for you. Psalm 5.12 says, For surely, O Lord, you will bless the righteous. You will surround them with your favor as with a shield. Surround them. I think of like, like a force field. Like, like, like a force field. Nothing like, like, like a, just a certain, you remember that movie? Oh, oh this is for the old people right here. I mean, young people, you ain't even going to remotely know what I'm talking about right now. So, so you just might as well, don't, you don't even try to look this up. If, you, if you're watching right now, if you're online, you type, you type the answer to this before I say it. If, if you really know what you're talking about, type the answer to this before I say it. There was a movie when I was a kid in the 70s called The Boy in the Bubble. The Boy in the Bubble. Who did that movie star? If you're an OG right now, no, no, I'm, don't, look, don't look on IMDb, don't look on Google, don't look at it. Type it if you know it. There was somebody in that movie. Who was it? He was a star. I'll give you a hint. Well, you can tell John Travolta is the answer. Okay, John Travolta is the answer. The boy in the bubble. That's an old 70s movie. He lives in his bubble. It's a giant bubble. But see, surely, O oh Lord, you will bless the righteous. You will surround them with your favor as with a shield. That's the way I think about it. It's a shield of protection around me. Nothing can get in because his favor is so good toward me. And, and I love the fact that it's not my righteousness that causes that favor. It's his righteousness through me. Because I'm not righteous on my own. But he took my sin and traded my sin and gave me his righteousness today. So I love that about God. Romans 15, 13 talks about the, the hope of God. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I love these scriptures. Why? Because none of them speak to the fact that we're deserving of hell and sin, even though we are. It is not our own merit that allows us to have a relationship with God. It is who he is and his love toward us. That is perfect love. And that perfect love casts out fear. Fear is the child of bondage. Love is the child of freedom. Romans 8.15 says, You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Woo! You've not received a spirit of bondage again to fear so 
We see that fear is bondage. It is the child of bondage. Fear is attached to bondage. It's like a prison. But it says that we have received the spirit of adoption. What does that mean? It means that bondage and adoption are two different things. They're opposites of each other. Adoption has to do with belonging. That's what love has to do with. Belonging. See? In the first one, fear, you belong to sin. But in the second one, love, you belong to a family. See, we're part of a family today. Somebody put your hand on your heart and say, I belong to a family. Come on, type it. Type it online right now. Say, I belong to a family. Tweet it. If you want to go to Twitter and tweet it. Want to go to Instagram. Make you a little Instagram thing today. Get you a little, uh, little uh, title maker or something. Say, I belong to a family. But just, just get it out there. Know that you belong. You have belonging today. You have belonging today. 1 John 4.10 says, this is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us. And sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. He loved us. For those of us that are worried today, worried about anything, let's get back in love today. Let's choose love over fear today. You, it's, it's not, and here, here's something that you're going to understand, that when you choose love and you choose belonging and you choose to be a part of this family, what comes out of that belonging? Faith. Faith comes out of belonging. Faith comes out of the love of God. When we are rooted in the... It's not as easy as going, well, I'm in fear, let me get faith. No, you're in fear, get in love. Get back in His perfect love. And what happens when you're in His perfect love, it builds faith that you belong. You know you belong and it gives you faith to step out in His... Ooh, white boy. Come on, white boy. Preach it. La presencia del Señor está aquí a este momento. Sí. Yo habla un poquito. Sí. Amén. Hay mucho poder en el nombre de Jesús. Amén. Amén. Yo necesito mucho practicar en el nombre de Jesús. But that's okay. I'll keep working. Yo, yo quiero predicar en español un día. I want, I want to. I want to preach in Spanish someday. But I never will if I keep just remembering that one phrase and saying it over and over. <laughs> this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. And sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Oh, my gosh. Why am I banging on this today? Because I just want you to know if you're worried today, if, if you're holed up somewhere and you're bored or you're isolated I just want you to know that we want you to know that Jesus loves you so much today. He cares for you so much. You can't earn it. It's not possible for you to earn any more. It's a relentless, aggressive. <laughs> aggressive is just coming to earth. Not asking for permission. Breaking rules. Doing, doing whatever he had to do. Giving his life. It's non-negotiable. It's an obsessive love that he has for you. Romans 5, 8 says he loved us like this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You belong to a family today. Amen. It is the family of God. And when you have security in a family, 
that does not give you fear. That gives you faith. When you have security in your family, that gives you faith. You put me with my crew. You put me with my people. What, you going, what are you going to see? You're going to see me rise up. You're, going, you're not going to see me fearful. When I'm with my people, what do I do? I rise up. And that's what we do when we belong to a family. That's why today I'm sitting there crying back in, in, in the back room as, as worship is starting. I'm just, I went on Facebook, was trying to connect with a couple of people. And I'm sitting there just crying because all these people all over the world are saying, praise God, it's so good to be together. Together. Woo! Together. Together. Put me with my crew and you're going to see me rise up in faith. I'm not going to shrink back in fear. And you say, well, what do you mean with my crew? I'm by myself. You're never by yourself in the family of God. You're never by yourself in the family of God. He will give his angels charge over you. You have a praise party right where you are. You've got millions of angels around you that will join in. And they're already up in heaven singing his praises nonstop. Blessings and glory and honor and power over and over. And they kneel down. They look back. They go, woo, blessings and glory and honor and power. And they do it over and over again for eternity. He's worthy to be praised. You get back in love today and that will build your faith back up. Because 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Okay, just to further emphasize what I'm saying today. He doesn't say he's not given us a spirit of fear. But he's given us a spirit of faith. He doesn't say that. He says he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of what? Love. <laughs> and of a sound mind. Once again, it's contrasting fear with love. We, we, may, have a, we, we may have a faith problem if we're in fear, but, but it's probably true that we've got a love problem. We're not enough in the love of God. To be comforted by the security and peace that come from that love. And if you've ever heard me teach that, I like to contrast fear with power, love, and a sound mind. So if you're in fear, that means you're not in power. So what are you in? You're in weakness. So if you're living in fear and being dominated by fear, love gives you power, but fear makes you weak. So... Fear, contrast it with love. What do you get? You get insecurity. You get a lack of belonging. Because those are the elements of love that make it so powerful. You don't feel like you belong to anything. And then finally, it says, He's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That last part is pretty self-explanatory. You go nuts. You lose your mind. When you're in fear, you just go crazy. Your thoughts run wild. Like I said, you'll be planning your own funeral if you're not careful. Stop being in fear. Get in love today. Get back in the love of God. Get rooted in the security that comes from knowing that Jesus loves you more than anything. And he has made a way for you. Once you're filled up with that love, you'll operate from a place of security. Then you're going to have the power to step out and have a sound mind in love. Look how loudly this is screaming, standing on its head. I love you. I love you. And if you're here today going, oh, really? He's going to go, yeah, and I'm going to show you even more. Romans 8, as we close today. In all things, we are more than conquerors through him 
that gave us faith? No. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am sure. Oh, and here's something to know, too. Please don't make God's love conditional on whether or not our circumstances work out exactly like we want them to. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. Our circumstances do not always work out like we want them to. That is not the point of what we're talking about today. We're talking about in the midst of trials, trusting Him. In the midst of letdowns, trusting Him. You say, well, what are you saying now? Are you saying the opposite, that I'm not going to get a miracle? No. I'm saying we trust God for a miracle. But in the process, we let Him be our miracle. We let His love become our miracle. It is a miracle that we can feel peace in the middle of difficult circumstances. But it says we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. Woo! Then he says, for I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come. That's what, I mean, don't you love that? I love that when it said present nor to come, this is written thousands of years ago. And when he said things to come, he meant the season that our country is in right now. He meant the season that we'll be in when the next thing happens down the road. He means nothing, literally nothing is able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. That should give us security. This screams, I love you. It gives you confidence. For God so loved, obsessed over the world. What is the world? A flawed, evil, bad system that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. See, love moves towards others in a spirit of self-sacrifice. Fear shrinks from others in the spirit of self-preservation. Let your love reach out. Even in a time when people are talking about social distancing, we don't have to do spiritual distancing. We can reach out to others in faith. We can reach out to others in a spirit of self-sacrifice. Look how this screams, I love you. So perfect love casts out fear. What is that like? I'll tell you what it's like. It's like taking the darkest room you've ever seen and shining the brightest spotlight you've ever seen. Perfect love casts out fear. Fear is ugly. Love is beautiful. Fear is born of bondage. Love is born of freedom. Fear is enchained to constant worry of losing everything. Love is set free because it belongs to a family. Look how this screams, I love you. And he does today. He loves you so much. I pray that if you don't know the love of Jesus right now, that you would give the Lord an opportunity to just touch your heart and to touch your life today. Right now, I'm just going to ask everyone that is watching, if you need to give your heart to Jesus, to commit your life to Jesus, if you have been dominated by fear, you've not given your heart over to the love of God or even experienced that love today, it's time to surrender your life to God. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Today, put your faith in Jesus. If you're able to right now, I'd like to ask you to bow your heads.
Close your eyes. This concludes the teaching. If you'd like to support what God is doing here at City of Life, click on the Give button at www.col.tv or text a dollar amount to the number 855-997-6900. We hope you'll join us again.